So welcome back everyone to another episode. I am your host today, Carrie, and today I've invited a very special guest to come onto the channel to talk about her story. Um, she is currently a sophomore at Harvard. She has been recognized by Forbes 30 Under 30 in Boston, and she's also the first undergrad student to be accepted into the MBA fund, which is a fund that supports startups in um, university students. Uh, and of course, I'm talking about Isabella Mandis, who is the founder of Girls Into VC, previously known as Girls Who VC. Uh, welcome to the channel, Isabella. Thank you so much for having me. Super excited to be here. Uh, so I know I just listed off a bunch of really awesome credentials, but I know <laughs> it doesn't cover everything. So could you tell us a bit more about who you are? Yes, of course. Um, so like you mentioned, I'm Isabella. I'm a sophomore at Harvard from New York City originally um, before coming to school here. Very passionate about entrepreneurship, startups, and getting people more involved in the space. In high school, I was really into tech and then started getting exposed to startup world. When I got to Harvard, started joining venture capital in that space, joined the venture capital group on campus and the MBA fund, like you mentioned, really became passionate about the space and learned how there were really little women in it. And I noticed that firsthand going into different rooms. And so when I started doing that, I started building a network of young women like me who were interested in venture capital and older women as well well that seemed that they knew what they were doing and would be willing to help me and so I started doing that and then that kind of spiraled into building girls into VC which is the first organization dedicated to bringing young women into venture capital so started that November of last year or so or 2023 um so just a little over a year ago now and and really started as a way for people to meet each other and also to create content so like blogs, newsletters, stuff like that. And now we've expanded. So doing different programs. So we have like fellowships, scout programs, also doing events. We had a, a summit in November. And so, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Awesome. Um, so I know you're currently studying as a computer science student at Harvard, right? Yeah. So I'm studying statistics with a focus in data science and then a minor in computer science. Mm -hmm. So I'm just curious, have you ever considered going to business? I know like Harvard's very business, uh, famous for their business school. So why not <laughs> you know, during that path? Yeah. Um. So actually, the Harvard Business School is separate from the undergraduate school. So there's no way as an undergraduate school to study business. And we're actually like we're I think you're allowed to take a couple classes in the business school, but it's pretty separate. Um. A very common path I, I get asked about is why not study economics? Um, and honestly, I just I really, really like data science in the classes. I, I took a class my freshman fall with a professor, Kelly McConville, who's incredible. And I just really loved the class. And it was something that I, I looked forward to every day. And I actually enjoyed doing the homeworks and the P sets. And so wanted to study that. And I think that statistics is very challenging, definitely. But I'm learning a lot and I really enjoy it. So that's why I decided to study it. Mm hmm. And you said that, uh, I think once before that you were in Girls Who Code, the organization that supports yeah. um, technology and empowering women in coding. So do you think a lot of your interests in technology came from being part of that group? 
Yeah. So I was always interested in tech. I remember when I was younger and Steve Jobs was kind of on the rise in the iPhone. I, I thought it was the coolest thing ever and I like wanted to hop on the train. And so I was really into tech. And so I, I begged my parents to help me learn how to code. We didn't really have a lot of programming opportunities at my school. And so I would do summer classes and after school things just so I could kind of build that up. And I noticed that in all the classes I went to, I was really the only girl and I went to an all girls school growing up. So that was my first experience being the only girl in the classroom. And so as soon as I heard about girls who code, I thought that was incredible because finally I, I would be one of many girls in a room. And so that was an incredible opportunity. Definitely, I don't think it sparked my interest in tech. I was already pretty interested in it, but it, it definitely facilitated that journey and helped me along the way. Mm -hmm. Wow, it sounds so cool. Um, and let's talk a bit about your organization next, because I know it's kind of like the big thing. Uh, so you started Girls Into VC with the goal of bridging gender gaps in venture capital and finance, and obviously has uh, only grown ever since. Um, I'm just curious, what do you think your main takeaway is over the past year from like the idea stage of starting this organization to obviously extraordinary growth over the past months? Yeah. Oh, that's a hard question. I think I've really, really understood the value of community and of, and of meeting people and what that's like. I think that's something that I, I didn't really appreciate it until after COVID and not seeing people for so long. But then getting to see that with Girls Into VC, it's really shown me that it's not only having people around you, but having people with similar interests that you can be friends with and be close with and kind of bounce ideas off of them and learn from. That's something that's super valuable. And I, I think that's what I'm trying to do in Girls Into VC. Mm -hmm. And I can see that because I know Girls Into VC held an in-person summit quite recently, right? Yes. What was that experience like for you? Oh my goodness. It was incredible. It was so cool. We had like 200 guests come and we did it at Harvard and we had amazing, amazing speakers and getting to hear everyone's feedback and questions that they asked and just seeing, being there and seeing everyone talk to each other. It was such an incredible experience. I, I don't, I've never even planned like a birthday party. This was my first time planning like any sort of event and to have it be mass scale and have sponsors and, and the schedule and everything. It was a lot of work for sure, but it was really, really exciting and getting to see everyone's feedback after, you know, we sent out a form and kind of wanted to hear people's thoughts on it. Now I know next time we need to have coffee. That was like the number one complaint. Um, but all the positive things that people said, it, it was really inspiring to hear how people were so excited to be in a room and just see other girls around them. Mm-hmm. And do you think events like the summit is like a testament to the fact that, you know, everyone around you also sees the vision that you see for the future? Uh, I mean, that sense that, you know, there are girls all around the world that uh, feel that there's inequality in venture capital and the fact that you guys share a common goal. Do you think uh, events like this help you really understand just how much support you have? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you I couldn't have phrased it better myself. Um, I think it's so exciting to see, you know, seeing the number of members kind of tick up online is very different than seeing people in a room. And and I mean, we only had 200 people, which in comparison to the size of our community isn't that much. But 
even that many people sitting in a room it is so crazy that I can't even imagine like what it would be like to have every one of our members together. So I think that also really put it into perspective and kind of made the everything that I'm doing more like had a personal touch to it rather than everyone kind of being a face on a computer. Mm -hmm. And that's great to hear. Um, So let's talk a bit more about yourself. Uh, I'm just curious, who would you say your role model in life is? Or who is someone that inspires you daily? Oh, that's a good question. Um, oh, Honestly, I would probably say it's like a very cheesy answer. But I would say my mom, she is an incredible woman. And she's done literally everything in life for, for me and my sister. And getting us, she's been so helpful with Girls Into VC too. With so many questions I have about the legal things and, and random and wording and checking over my language to make sure I didn't make a typo and, and things like that. She's just been super helpful and she inspires me every day. She's an incredible mother and I hope one day I can be a, be a mother like her. No, absolutely. I don't think it's cliche at all. I think <laughs> a lot of girls, um, their first model, role models are their mom because, you know, it's always the moms who's taking up a corner of the house and leading a, the family. I don't yeah, think definitely. it's very cliche. Um, next question I have for you is, do you think you've ever wavered in your in the goals that you set for yourself or girls into VC? Uh, for example, was there ever a moment you felt like nothing was happening or that things were a bit too challenging or you were doubting yourself? Yeah, I mean, like every day. <laughs> I think that the hardest thing about running an organization for yourself is that there's never an off button and you always feel like you could be doing more you always feel that you could be doing better and you know I, I definitely like as a perfectionist as well I always feel like there's more I could be doing and so I definitely feel that a lot um but I I just try to listen to the community and and have a goal in mind and what I want to accomplish and see if other people like that but I know I always could be doing more, but also need to acknowledge the fact that we have done so much and I'm a student and, and juggling a lot of things. So in an ideal world, I, I would always be doing more, but I think it's important to kind of realize that you're already doing so much. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Of course. Um, I also know, like I've said before, you're super interested in tech and AI and coding. Um, do you ever see in, like a future for yourself when you're doing both finance and tech for example creating like a fintech company or like a digital yeah um, definitely I've actually been learning a lot more about fintech recently and I think it's super cool I actually I worked a little bit over the summer at a fintech VC firm and then actually now I just started working for a fintech startup so definitely something that I'm kind of exploring um I know that no matter what I do, I want to be in the tech space. I'd say finance isn't really something that I've always been like specifically drawn toward. Um, and it's something that I'm learning about more now I've, since I've been really in the in more of the tech space. And so trying to learn more about that, but definitely interested in fintech and, and think that it's awesome. So trying to learn more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sounds great. Um, what do you think draws you to technology and coding? Yeah, I think that with tech, the opportunity that you can be anyone in the world and and do something and make a difference and really all you need is access to the internet and you can learn how to code online and you can build incredible things and technology is giving people, young people, the opportunity to build incredible companies and really make a difference and I, I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm.
Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wow, that's a really good answer. I didn't expect it to be that deep. Um, in line with my previous question, uh, do you have any big plans for the future or maybe even small goals you set for yourself? Yeah, so right now we're busy time and girls into VC. So we have our fellowship, which we actually just closed applications for. So this weekend I'm doing lots of interviews with everyone. And so I'm really excited about that. That's going to be like a 10-week intro to VC program. We're going to have guest speakers every week and everything. So I'm super excited about that. I feel like a lot of what I've been doing has been kind of culminating into this moment. Uh, we're also launching a couple other programs like externship programs, working on supporting more startups. So really excited about that. And then hoping to expand to do chapters at different schools across the country and the world and really be able to hone in on in-person events and kind of build that in smaller communities. Wow, all sounds so cool. And I'm really looking forward to all the events Girls to VC has to offer. Um, so to end this interview, I just want to ask, Uh, from the perspective of a high school student, if you had to give your best piece of advice to us or my peers, what would it Yeah. be? Oh, I would say to figure out something that you're interested in and that can change over time, whatever you're interested in, but really dive into dive into whatever interests you 100%. And so, I mean, you like doing these interviews, talking to people, I think that's awesome. I encourage more people to kind of start something, you know, and, and do something rather than just joining clubs at school and doing things like that. Like, that's great. And I learned a lot from those experiences. But you learn so much more from starting something. And it can be anything. It can be a podcast. It can be a newsletter. It can be blog posts, literally anything. But if you start something, you learn exponentially Mm -hmm. absolutely I totally agree um well that's all the questions I have for you today thank you so much for joining me again and thank I obviously you. had a wonderful time talking to you um and as for viewers stay tuned for the next episode we will be back very shortly oh that's